guys, welcome back to Maybe Eventually. This is Ashley. And this is Ian. Today we're going to talk about Luca. Yeah, we just watched it. And a couple of other things I want to bring up. Sure, yeah, definitely. Um, what's today's date? Do you know? The, the 19th it's, of September. Oh, 2021. We're, just, we're still doing it. Um, yeah, no, I mean... We did watch Luca specifically to talk about it on this podcast because mm-hmm. neither of us had seen it previously. Um, but then, yeah, of course, there's some other things happening in our lives currently that we'd probably like to talk about. Mm-hmm. You wanna you wanna kick it off? Or? Yeah. Um, the first thing I want to talk about because I feel like the first thing I always bring up is the wedding. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's get married. So I found my dress. You, yes, you you'll marry me. I will marry you. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever got the clear confirmation. That's not true. Uh, well, now we have it recorded, so you can't do any takesy backsies. I don't want to, so that's good. Okay, good. But yes, I did find a dress, which is yes. really exciting. Um, I found it. And you already purchased it. Yeah, I purchased it. Because I went to this place that is run by this lady, and she just buys like dresses and then sells them and there's different ones all the time it's not like um a place that has collections that they just order a bunch of dresses for right so it's really interesting it was a really fun experience she was definitely very knowledgeable and helpful and i really loved working with her but yeah i lucked out i found the dress that i wanted and the cool part is that i got a strapless dress so i get to pick out what kind of sleeves i get to wear right if sleeves i don't know i might do something a little different but what uh, what pant legs what do you mean (laughs) so we found out because of this lady Uh she has like interesting pieces that you don't have to wear a sleeve necessarily it could also be like a cape kind of thing oh right yeah um but yeah it looks really cool i'm really excited um you know, I didn't want anything too extravagant because our wedding is pretty intimate and small True. and simple. But I just wanted something that I felt comfortable in and that I really liked. And the material that is used for this dress is very comfortable. It's lined incredibly comfortably. It's the most comfortable wedding dress I had ever tried on. Wow. So, and so how many wedding dresses total do you think you tried on between your two different visits? Like eight. Eight? Okay. Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, it didn't take me very long, which kind of surprises me, but also doesn't because I wanted to go into the wedding dress shopping um, with the mindset of don't be so picky and think about like, oh, all the dresses I could try on, everything I can miss out on. I just went into it thinking if I love it, if it has the things that I want and then I'm comfortable in it, just get it. Simple as that. Okay. Well, I'm I'm so excited that you actually found a dress this early. We're still, um, I I mean, yeah, we're still like a year out. We're still like a year and a month out. Yeah, so. and and I mean, it, it's crazy to think about it because I feel like I keep thinking we're running out of time uh-huh. already. Yeah, but it's still quite a ways away. And I mean, I don't have to get it tailored until about seven months beforehand, so I still have some time, not only to maybe lose a few pounds, but also to maybe find. Too. I gotta, I gotta lose this bowling ball I'm carrying around in my gut. We can do it. Yeah, for sure. I think we just have to be more strict about our diets and not eat as much. For sure. But um, I think that it's gonna be fun that I get to kind of pick out what top I get to wear. 
And of course, I'm going to have fun with the shoes. I'm already looking at shoes because I need to have the shoes picked out by the time I go get my dress altered. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and the good thing about this dress is that it hardly needs to be altered on my body. That's awesome. So that's like so rare because every other dress, a lot of the other dresses I tried on, it was like they were clipped onto me. Yeah. So that was nice. Um, I'm pretty pissed that you still won't show me a photo of it. <laughs> what, what I have the? to hide them. What the heck? Where's where's the photos? Because I don't know. Like I okay. So I think it's fair to say that I do like to dress up every once in a while, and I do like to wear dresses a lot. But I've never been in anything that fancy in my whole life. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to be like you know to surprise you while looking all fancy and stuff. Yeah. No, I I agree. I no, I'm I'm kidding. But I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Um. You still have to figure out the shoe situation. Mm-hmm. And then what about a veil? Do you think a veil is something that you'll probably pick out or choose to match the sleeves or the cape or whatever you decide to do top-wise? Yeah, it depends. Um, I may end up going with something like from Etsy. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just you know see if they have a similar... Like the same material made into a veil. But we'll see. I'm not really too worried about it. You know what's something interesting that I learned? What? Is that in a lot of wedding dress shopping, um, they mix laces all the time. Oh. So there's not really, I mean, unless you find someone who custom makes it. Mm -hmm. Most of the time when you have a dress and it has lace on it, you may have sleeves that have a different lace on it or a veil that has different lace on it and no one can tell. Oh. It's well, it's weird. Like if you don't even think about it, like I tried on some veils um, with some dresses, and they didn't match perfectly. But you literally can't tell. Like it just looks good together. Yeah. So that's interesting. I never thought of that. I've never thought of that either. Um, I know that you think that I haven't looked into what I'm going to be wearing mm-hmm. for the wedding, but I actually have. I'm just also kind of keeping it a secret. Oh, no. You can't keep that secret from well, me. Yeah, nope, it I has want to you, be approved I by me. I want the, f- the first time you see <laughs> no, it to no, be no, at no, the No, 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 no. That's yes. not how it works. Yeah, that's how that's, I mean, I'm, <laughs> baby, I might turn this into a whole groomzilla situation. You don't know. Um, no, you better but put I will, it on Pinterest. I will give you a hint of what it is. It is... A full body of armor, <laughs> like a knight. I'm going to be dressed like Sir Arthur and his friends at the round table. That sounds kind of cool. Well, inspired by. Mm-hmm. Not completely. Yeah. Just the breastplate. That and sounds cool. the knees. The, the, uh, the whole boot is actually going to be full metal. That sounds cool. And shoulder pads. You better not outdo me, though. It's going to be cool. um what else uh we have tried both the places that we considered yeah yeah i don't know uh i don't know what's been cut from previous episodes or what's been completely trashed from previous episodes but Mm -hmm. we have officially tried both places and even a cake a bakery yes so do you want to talk on that a little bit more yeah so i guess we'll start with the food um there's two locations that we've been considering for our, like, what is it called? Reception dinner? Yeah, yeah. Um, because they have, like, private rooms that you can rent out. 
And it was Paisano's, which is a Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then there's Paloma Blanca, which is a Mexican restaurant. Well, Tex-Mex. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we went to Paloma Blanca last night with my my parents and Michelle, my sister. Yes. And let me just say, it was not the best experience. Yeah, there was a, a, a whole checklist of big, bad no-nos. Yeah. I guess the most obvious was, well, first of all, the weight. Granted, it's a Saturday night, but the wait was an hour and 15. Yeah, so that's the biggest sin of the night, was that we went on Saturday night Mm -hmm. at fucking 7.30 or whenever we showed up. And I mean, to be fair, I try to get reservations at like 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Or actually, honestly, it was about 9 o'clock in the morning. No, I believe that, yeah. And when I checked that 9 o'clock in the morning, the earliest appointment that was available wasn't until... 6 30 p.m on sunday a whole day after yeah so that's when i realized you know what this is probably going to be a place we're going to have to wait for yep yeah and we did we waited an hour and 15 minutes they predicted an hour and 30 minutes i think yeah we we were about 15 to 20 minutes Mm -hmm. ahead of schedule but it was still pretty it wasn't rough i mean we got to sit and lounge outside and hang out or whatever but we were hungry so yeah yeah and and it was hot and sweaty and it was very hot um it thankfully we weren't in direct sunlight and as the night came around it was only just the lingering south texas heat that kind of just it was like sitting in a just hot air yeah like a retired sauna (laughs) um (laughs) but then we were sat and um we were sat in between well at the corner right Mm -hmm. next to a very large table of young adults that were very very loud and i wasn't too bummed about that yeah but you know it just Mm -hmm. it gave a different vibe immediately right um i think my biggest fault with the restaurant was that the sauces were not wonderful and that they didn't give us linen napkins at all. Yeah, so I guess the biggest... uh, It's not the biggest issue, but one of the big issues was that our waiter was terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't bring us... Uh, like silverware nope. with na- with a napkin rolled around. So he was like, hey, like, I'm sorry. So then he gave each of us one tiny, like, cocktail, cocktail yeah. napkin. So, and, and then our water cups were tiny, like maybe six ounces of water per cup. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't come to refill them to the point where my drunk dad had to grab a <laughs> pitcher. you have to beep that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he grabbed a pitcher and it turned out to be a sweet, like tea. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just poured it into the water cup. But that got our waiter's attention and finally yeah. brought us freaking water. True. So that was yeah. good. My dad was messy, but he made things happen. Um, <laughs> True, yes. And then my dad, on his way back from the restroom, <laughs> took a whole stack of cocktail napkins. Yep. So we finally had napkins. And then it bummed me out because I had saw the waiter give two sets of people the silverware wrapped around with the Lin- linen. So yeah. it was like, what the hell? Like he just sucked for us for whatever reason and you know he finally came to ask us if we were okay but towards the end of our meals yeah so i don't know he just sucked but the good things you know we tried an appetizer which was like um like a mixture of different things like like a sample Mm -hmm. platter and it was very good it was flauta quesadilla 
um, nachos and jalapeno poppers. Yeah, they were so tasty. <laughs> I'm I'm still astonished that this place had jalapeno poppers. Yeah. Like, like I was like, is what is the Sonic? Where's the tater tots? <laughs> they were good. The tater, yeah, the tater tots were good. <laughs> <laughs> So the food, I thought the food was good. I mean, I got a, I got chile relleno, which was poblano with like shredded chicken Mm -hmm. and like the cilantro, cilantro cream sauce thing, which is one of the sauces you tried. I personally really liked it, but. I thought it was fine. It wasn't the best thing ever. That's the thing. Like the sauces, like the, the way things were seasoned and drenched was not as good compared to paisanos yeah we can talk on paisanos here in a minute but yeah i got this chicken breast that had both the cilantro sauce and a i guess chipotle sauce yeah and the chipotle sauce was a massive bummer to me i it was like i I was telling you it literally tasted like um like chipotle aioli yeah, yeah, that was but a good But with, point. like, a little bit of cheese melted into it and then just dunked on my chicken. And there was it was too much of it. I don't know what it is about cheese sauces, but I, I, I hate them. Like, I don't like uh, Velveeta. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't stand Velveeta. Well, this wasn't like Velveeta. No, no, no. It wasn't like this. But, like, I don't know. It was just, it was no good. I I didn't like it. I had to scrape it off the remaining chicken that I was able to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, the rice was fine. It was a white rice, which was that's bu- that was a bummer to me too. Now yeah. that you mentioned the white rice, I didn't like the fact that it was white rice. And I mean, my parents got like a a pound of fajita with tortillas and I guess like a plate Sides. with rice yeah. and beans. And so they got Spanish rice. They got Spanish rice, but we got white rice, and it like. There were aspects of the food that was too white. Yeah, I didn't. I don't understand that whatsoever. Was, I don't get that. It was a little. It wasn't Mexican enough, and and I mean, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about how torchies is very gentrified, but yeah, it's tasty. It's right. good, and there's still aspects of it that are still Mexican enough to where it's like, you know, I don't. That's the thing. I don't judge the food whether it's culturally correct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, if it if there's aspects of this restaurant that are white, fine. I I will eat it. But if it's not good, like, taste-wise, then I'm going to complain. I guess, I mean, to me, I agree, too. But I think, to me, it is also a cultural thing. Okay. Because I have family that's going to be coming. True. And they're not. I don't know if they would think it's up to par. Not only that, but, I mean... As much as I would like to say that, you know, that doesn't bother me, it does bother me a little bit because I'm not used to having food, Mexican food, without having Spanish rice. Like, that honestly threw me off. Like, the flavors just didn't feel natural to me. No, yeah. That's a very good point. I don't know. I know it's not that relevant, but it does make a big difference to me. At least. So I just felt like that. Now, it's not like it wasn't edible. I ate all of my food. 
except for that salad because I hate when Mex- Mexican restaurants here do that where they put like a salad on your plate. I'm like, oh, I don't want that. I just want food. I kind of liked the salad. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, I had I had some of it, but yeah. it wasn't. I'd rather have, you know, beans or something. True. But whatever. Either way, the food was good. It wasn't amazing. I wasn't as blown away as I was with Paisanos. Right. So that's why I feel like we're leaning more towards them. Right. And we're definitely going to meet up with them this coming up week. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I'll do my best to make that work, but. That's the game plan. That's the game plan. Um, yeah. Paisanos had a much better salad. Mm-hmm. Um, the sauce, which I don't even typically like marinara or red sauces. I mean, I'm fine with them, but the sauce there on the chicken parm that I got was good. Mm-hmm. Like capital G. Might as well. It's all capitalized. Capital G O O D. It was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was just overall more pleased with Paisanos, not only with aura of atmosphere, um, but with the quality of food and the quality of the wait staff. Because the waiter at Paisano's, in my opinion, was dope. Yeah, he was he was very um, attentive. Mm-hmm. Ours couldn't give less of a shit amount. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, granted, and I did point this out too, we went to Paisano's for lunch. True. And we didn't go for dinner and we experienced um, Paloma Blanca for dinner, which is obviously more hectic. Right, especially on a Saturday. I think we mm-hmm. went during a random weekday to Paisano's. So. We went on a Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, but a Sunday lunch mm-hmm. sounds like it's not going to be very busy. Exactly. It was just like a few older people there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it, it was good. I'm happy we went. I'm happy we tried it. That way I can help me make a better decision. Right. But we'll see. We'll see. And we'll probably, you know, update next time we record. True. Um, cake. Cake, yes. Talk about uh, cake. Yeah. So a while back, um, I followed this Instagram account um, called Vegan Cake Craft. And I found them because uh, one of the other people that I follow posted about their cakes. And they were just so beautiful that I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow. And I follow a few cake accounts. It's not really? just her account. And it's not because I was thinking about ordering from them because some of them aren't even here in texas interesting i just like looking at like decorations of cake and stuff but when i found out that she was here i was like oh my god that's awesome and then that's when i knew i wanted to try one of her cakes and you know if it was good i would want to use it for our wedding or at least half of the wedding so that's what we came up with we'll have one like two-tiered cake that's vegan and then one two-tiered cake that's from H-E-B because we love H-E-B cake and their elite icing is amazing. Yes. And they do wedding cakes. So it all works out. And we, like, the whole, you know, oh, it's vegan, it's going to taste different doesn't matter here because it doesn't taste any different. Yeah. And the only downside is that the vegan cake does have buttercream, which is incredibly sweet and I don't really eat it too much. Right. But... I went out on a limb and I got two different icing flavors. Um, the main like portion of the outside of the cake is with vanilla, but the inside was um, filled with rose water icing, which was actually really good and more mild. So now I know I'm going to have rose water on the outside of the cake. Yes. Next time. And then maybe on the inside, I don't know. She has some obscure flavors that I would like to try. 
but I already reached out to her and she is happy to work with us um, for that. And she'll help me figure those things out pretty soon. I can't wait. Um, what are some of the other flavors of icing? Would you be able to pull that up? Um, yeah. I want to I wanna know. I think she does too is she does mm-hmm. like seasonal things. Okay. Okay. So for cake flavors, she has vanilla, pumpkin spice, red velvet. I'm Devil's, just taking some notes, if that's right. Yeah. Devil's Food, Apple Spice, and Strawberry Funfetti. So for my cake that I ordered, she mixed the vanilla and the Devil's Food oh. to create marble. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then she has buttercream flavors, which is vanilla, Chantilly, I think is how you say it. What? How, how do you spell that? C-H-A-N-T-I-L-L-Y. We've got cream cheese. <laughs> Almond, chocolate, maple, and rose water. Rose water. And she also has toppings and decor, some of which I tried. So Mm. we got pearls and chocolate bats. And she also has like cherubs, angel wings, um, pumpkins, skulls, uh, Victorian bird skull. um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Victorian bird skull. Mm-hmm. Can I see? Is there an image? Yeah, there is one. I can show you. Let me see. There's well. Let me oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's disco cherries, which I can show you too. Fresh fruit, rice paper butterflies, pearls, ganache pour, fresh flowers, and marzipan. And then she has fillings, but I don't really like fillings in cakes, so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna worry about that. That's fine. I want to see a picture of this Victorian bird skull. That's what you said, right? What the heck? Yeah, it looks like a like a Victorian like doctor's mask where they have like the Wow, what the heck? Those are so cool. Does she have like a mold of it? They're molds for oh, chocolate. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And Oh, by the way, she posted her cake on her Instagram and it's got 69 likes. Ooh, that's a good number. Um uh... The disco cherries are cute. Look, they're like gold foiled. Oh, wow. Those are cool. But yeah, it's really pretty. I really liked it. The cake was very good. We still have a good chunk that I'll be eating at for the next few days. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I like the idea of having a vegan cake. And I don't think people are really going to be able to tell the difference. I don't think people will even ask. Um, Now, so what cake flavor would we be getting? I mean, if we do two tiers, uh-huh. we could do two flavors. We could do a red velvet and a marble yes. or something like that. I yes, think that would be really please. cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to do red velvet. I love red velvet. Yeah. No, I like. I love. I had. I rarely have red velvet mm-hmm. unless we get like that variety pack from like Nothing But Cakes. Right. But um, yeah, red velvet's very good. I I really like the idea of having like rich dark flavors because yeah. like the devil's food in the marble that we had is really rich, and I really like that. True. I do like that too. Because we're going to have a really light and airy cake for the standard cake. Right, exactly. So, should we get into, do we have anything other than, oh. Apartment. Apartment. Holy cow. Yeah, so, let's knock on wood. Um, <laughs> that was loud as hell. Um, I, we don't want to jinx it, but we're trying to get a two two-bedroom apartment. I almost said a two-story apartment. That mm. would have been ridiculous. 
Um, I guess that's called a townhouse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I got the job. Let's get let's get a round of applause for me. I got the job, and so now we are trying to transfer our lease to another apartment, mm-hmm. and we're trying to do it by the by the end of next month. That's the move-in date. Halloween. And so everything looks like it might work. Let's knock on wood one more time. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> and um, I, I don't know. I'm just hopeful. I don't. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. I think we are in a very neutral position right now. Like we understand that it's a possibility, but we also understand that things can happen that will stop us from doing it. Yeah, there's always a tire iron somewhere in the road and i just i don't have the strongest headlights right now we don't have the strongest headlights right now to see where it is and if we can avoid it um but yeah i'm excited and i'm very hopeful and once that happens we're gonna have our own office spaces because of it Mm -hmm. um you'll continue working from the bedroom and i'll start working from the second bedroom Mm mm-hmm and that sounds like a dream come true. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about it. Um, I feel like there's other life things. Oh, well, I, my job. I got the job. Yeah. A salaried position. It's like the best job opportunity you've ever had. So it's exciting. It is. Yeah, literally the best op- job opportunity I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be doing next to the exact same thing that I'm already doing whenever mm-hmm. I'm in office. Um, until January, it is one week home, one week in office Mm -hmm. every other week. And so, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it because my weeks in the office aren't, um, too much of a physical stress. And then my weeks at home should be pretty manageable once I get the functions down. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that as well. Yeah. I feel like honestly... I feel very lucky. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're very lucky and I feel like things are working out well. And I think it's because we're responsible and we're doing things yes. properly and we're thinking about things. I think if you're... Oh, is that the TV? Can you hear the TV? Maybe it, maybe it'll be drowned out by the noise reduction. But go on. Yeah, I, I feel like um, things always work out the way they're supposed to. Right. And I think that if you have good intentions and you do good things... Now the TV is like distracting. <laughs> can I go ahead and like turn it down? Yeah, you can turn that down. Hey, babe, this is some ASMR for you while you're turning down the TV. Um, <laughs> hey, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> I'm back. Hey. Yeah, so like I was saying, I just feel like things work out when you really, or, really want them to. Well, yeah, and, and you had a good point. Whenever you're continuously responsible it would eventually pay off you know and yeah i don't know i just i feel like on another level uh maybe i don't know spiritually i feel like this has been a long time coming because we i don't know maybe everyone feels this way but it feels like we are notorious for having bad luck and it's 
it's rare to have good opportunities like this arise. And so I'm glad that I was able to grasp hold of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I personally, I don't feel like I'm unlucky. I don't feel like I had bad luck. Right. I think in little things that don't affect me terribly, I had been unlucky. But in the grand scheme of things, I appreciate everything I have. And I feel like I've been very lucky. Um, I just feel like now you are finally getting to experience that. And that's what makes me happy is I want you to feel that confidence and that, you know, stroke of luck. It, it's just a good feeling. It is. It is a good feeling. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we've we've been here in this tiny apartment mm-hmm. for almost three years. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you said it best yesterday. We deserve it. We we deserve to have a bigger place to I live agree. more comfortably. Yeah. And um, you know, this is it's so strange because thinking about leaving this place feels like leaving our home. Like, yeah, it does. It's it, scary, yeah, honestly. We and it's literally <laughs> it's literally just a couple buildings away. Yeah. that we're trying to move to, and it just it really feels like we're abandoning our little refuge. Mm-hmm. Because this is our our first home to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like this is our first place, so it's very. Um, it's always going to be sentimental. Yeah, it's always going to be sentimental for us. We Def- should take pictures of everything. We'll take video pictures, yeah. everything. So we won't forget the last days of us having this place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a long time coming. I feel like every day we're stubbing toes and bashing knees and elbows at how cramped this place is. So I am excited about the... Uh, the more room that we'll mm-hmm. have. That was a good joke. Um, so let's talk about Luca. Yes. Okay. So Luca, we watched it on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fucking good. What'd you What'd you think about it? Yeah, I I feel like I expect. Yeah. Like Pixar movies to be good. There's a certain caliber you kind of. Yeah, like I already know it's gonna be good. It's at this point, how am I going to enjoy the ride? Yeah. Is how I see these movies. Exactly. Um, and obviously, you know, people talked about it so highly about it when it came out. So right. I knew it was going to be good. Kendall, my best friend, he mm-hmm. was constantly telling me, like, you should watch it. You should watch it. And um, I did and I cried. Yeah. Oh, I cried too. Yeah, it was fucking good. Um, it, it was cool getting to see the literal fish out of the water story, but almost vice versa at the beginning because mm-hmm. – it was it was it was interesting to see it like it there was like two tiers to this where Luca comes out of the water for the first time to hang out with uh, Alberto Alberto and Alberto was always was already very familiar with the little island that he's kind of cultivated for himself and so it felt like like hey I'm just like you and I'll show you this whole new world Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, this is cool. This is like um, this is like a sped up version of Little Mermaid. And then it does a double where it's like they have to venture even further mm-hmm. together. And so we see like the learning curve twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or not the learning cur- curve, but like the learning process twice. Right, right. And I really liked that about this movie, that it wasn't just like, hey, I'll show you all the ropes. This is how everything's done. Check this mm-hmm. out. You know, it was it was cool to see it this way. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day, they're both kids. Yeah. 
And I I like this little tiny detail where when uh, Luca first experienced transforming into a a boy mm-hmm. that he couldn't walk. Yeah, I thought that was a great <laughs> detail because that's yeah. not something that really happens in Little Mermaid. She like falls a little bit and then she's just good to go. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that was like cute. Bambi. Mm-hmm. It's just like Bambi. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> no, I mean Luca was cool. It, there was a lot of that where it's just like, like, you know, just oblivious to the wider world but then alberto acted like he had known everything and everything that there was to know and like which makes sense because yeah. he's been on his own for a long time yeah. it was just his dad and him before we guess because that's all that was mentioned but his dad left him to fend for himself right which i guess like there wasn't a lot said about that and i mean it was pretty clear from the get-go that that's what had happened but mm-hmm. he just was you know didn't want to talk about it yeah um but I think that the fact that they both were completely clueless about mm-hmm. the human world uh, was really fun to watch um, how they learned to deal with it. And I think that something that I couldn't help but think of the entire time, especially when they would get like a drop of water on them and start turning, it reminded me of H2O. Oh, right. Is that an Australian movie? It's a show. But yeah, it was oh, about okay. three girls and they turned into mermaids. And anytime like a drop of water would uh, get on them, they would just immediately turn into like helpless like mermaids, <laughs> just like in any like silly situation. It was always kind of funny, but and were they similar. trying to hide the fact that they were mermaids? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, that's pretty funny. I I'd never seen that show. Mm-hmm. It's actually um, I I remember watching it growing up, and I loved it, and I thought their accents were really cool, and it was just a like, neat concept. But I watched it a few years ago, and it was really boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but it's it was it reminded me of that a lot. Um, but I really liked the characters, and I loved the the way everyone coexisted at the end. Yeah. And that kind of brings me back to the whole thing that I guess stirred up whenever this movie first came out was that it was about two like gay boys, mm-hmm. which I I don't think that's the point. I but okay, yeah, I can see why people reach that conclusion. I think that it toes the very beautiful fine line. Of letting you read it how you want. I agree. And I think that is immensely important when it comes to top tier prior or uh, properties like Pixar or or Disney, where you don't you can be completely oblivious to the the um, you know the LGBT factor if it's even there, Mm -hmm. and still enjoy the movie because they are such deep friends. Or if you believe that they are gay coded as, I mean, it's, I mean, if you live on the internet, you're going to be able to read that as well. You know what I mean? And so, um, like, I mean, we're very aware of, of how important those kind of qualities are to a lot of people. I'm mm-hmm. saying you and I, cause we have Twitter, but like, you know, if, if our grandmothers watched this movie, they wouldn't think of them being gay. You know what I mean? I don't even think my parents would see that exactly and here's the thing i feel like if you believe it is um Mm. or it's not either way i think you can be right yeah because 
I don't like the idea that a lot of like gay representation in movies is about just that. You know what I mean? True. Like you can have gay characters where that's not even their concern. Mm-hmm. Like it's just other things, just life, because that's how it is for some people too. Yeah. So I think that that's, you know, important. And also, um, if you don't see it that way, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, what's important is just accepting people who are different from you. Right. That's all that it is. And that can mean whether you're gay or not. It can mean that you're, you know, from out of town. And and, and I think it's it was good that they said it in a tiny little town off of the coast because they're going to be more closed-minded and mm-hmm. not as open and aware to other things, which is, you know, it's it, very similar to how life is here. Um, not here in San Antonio, per no, se, yeah. but... At, at all. At all. Um, and then you've got... Like, the whole fact that the town hates these sea monsters because, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's right there. They're, quote, unquote, there, where, right off the coast of where they live, so they're a threat to them. Right. But I love that there was a reveal where those two old ladies yeah. were also <laughs> sea creatures. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say gay because... Yes. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but yeah. No, yeah. That was another <laughs> thing that they had talked about on the internet was that they were, you know... Yeah. But I think what what's funny is there's a lot of um like throughout the decades whenever people would describe like soldiers that were like roommates or best uh-huh. friends, like they never wanted to accept that people were gay in any way, but they would just say like, Oh, they were the best of friends. Yeah. And they <laughs> lived together forever and it's like, Yeah, they're gay, but <laughs> I thought that, that was a cute um little extra bit. Yeah, for sure. Um I thought it was cute that the father of mm, Juliet, Julieta, mm-hmm. um, was so accepting. Mm-hmm. And even though he had said that, you know, his arm was taken by a sea monster, which I don't know. No, he said he was born that way. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he was like fucking around. <laughs> um, regardless, it's just it it it's um it's cute that he was able to like accept them for as as they were and he was the first one to kind of sway the whole town he swayed the whole town yeah. that was a big thing because i mean he was like their prized guy for yeah. killing the sea monsters yeah so the fact that he was swayed was like oh wow like maybe we should all you know go along with it too mm-hmm. so that was really cute um and I love the way he looks. Yeah. He looks so cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a fish hook holding up the sleeve. The missing arm sleeve. Yeah. yeah, where he doesn't have an arm. It's so funny. And then his face is just so cool. Yeah. There's always, in the Pixar movies, there's always like a dad that has like a squished little face yeah. where you can't see their eyes and just, just big mustache. Just an eyebrow and mustache. Yeah. yeah, it's so cute. I love that. Yeah, I wish I ha- I had a strong mustache because then that's exactly how I would look as a dad. Because I'm gonna have those eyebrows for sure. Do baby, do it on Mike. No. Uh? <laughs> um. No, but I mean, I really did enjoy Luca. There was a lot to enjoy in this movie. The animation was fantastic. There was multiple points where Luca himself has daydreams where it oh, just yeah. turns into complete utter magic and it's mm-hmm. beautiful scenery mm-hmm. i loved the character designs it was very 
um, you know, classic cartoonish. It reminded the the teeth mm-hmm. and the and I think the nose combo kind of reminded me of like Wallace and Gromit kind of like mm-hmm. big teeth, you know. Uh, and then the whenever they had the side profile, um, whenever they would open their mouths, it looked like um, peanuts. It looked like Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. where it's just like mm-hmm. vacancy where the mouth should be. Just like a round little face. Yeah, exactly. It was really cute. And so it it was just I love the animation style. A whole I lot. agree. Yeah. No. I mean, you know how I am. I prefer the old animation. Right. I don't like the whole three D looking thing. I think I'm saying like the design. No. Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying like I don't particularly like that Mm -hmm. but i thought these were really cute and they were especially cute when they were like their sea creature version of Mm -hmm. themselves um i think that that was also a really good design i like that they had tails and like legs with fins i thought that was really cute um i guess one thing that is interesting to me because wasn't talked about was alberto's dad yeah like i wonder if he was slain or like yeah like what happened like why would he leave his son to fend for himself maybe maybe it can it maybe that's another different because it doesn't completely line up with all the other allegories but maybe it's a different thing of like parents that don't accept their mm-hmm. openly you know hum- like openly sea monster child mm-hmm. that's exactly what i had thought because what other explanation could there be mm-hmm. i guess if you don't think of it that way like if you don't see any sort of gay lens to it, you may not get that part. You may not see how this is possible. I mean, but it's also that that happens to straight children as well. It's just abandonment at all. It happens to everybody. And so, I mean, yes, if you want to. So just bad parent. Yeah. But I mean, that's how, like I said, grandparents look at it. That's how, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But for someone who is there for the gay allegories, that would, you know, strike a chord with some people who have experienced these things. No, yeah, I completely agree. I guess it's because everyone, because when when they were under the water um, and you would see Luca doing his job, you would see other families there, right? right? And they all seem to be, you know, as aware and scared of humans mm-hmm. as each other. Like, they were all very afraid of them. So just, I guess it doesn't make sense that there would be one that would risk their kid being seen. I don't know. But, again, it does go back to the whole, like, there's just bad parents that don't accept their kids or just bad parents that leave their kids because yeah. they're selfish. It's it's very possible he took him up there on the land to abandon him and go back into the sea mm-hmm. somewhere further, you know? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. It's just, it was good. There was a lot of layers to it. I, yeah. I, I, I really like the idea that Luca was obsessed with learning. Mm. Like knowledge was just. He was very curious. So important to him. And I thought that that was really cute because, I mean, how often do you see that movies in, yeah. with children being excited about going to school? And not only that, like they got picked on by like the biggest dork ever. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like the big brute picking on him because he wanted to learn. It it, it only ever showed it in positive life mm-hmm. or light. Mm-hmm. And so like even, you know, Senor Vespa, I don't remember his actual name. Even he w- didn't clue in on the fact that he was trying to learn as much as he could. So that was never a plot point to be picked on. You know, whenever you mm-hmm. see it, 
nerds in in you know bullies. television. Yeah, it's it's always bullied because they're smarter and the bullies are dumber and they're jealous and so mm-hmm. they got to pick on them. The, the, I, I I agree. The fact that education or the want of education was only ever seen in any other way as as just positive light was mm-hmm. a very good thing in this movie. Because mm-hmm. because we need more of that. Yeah. We need it should be it should I feel like there's you know plenty of stigmas in, in growing up where you are already hard coded into believing these stereotypes because of the media that you consume. Definitely. Like Brussels sprouts. Or like okay, you know, as kids we would watch a lot of um movies and tv shows or even cartoons where Mm -hmm. they would go to high school and it was scary and this big you know bad thing and there's like bullies and there's like big teenagers and you're freaked out and then you experience it and you're like what the heck this is nothing like that (laughs) like this is just middle school but big and you know it's similar like you you really do get um influenced by the media that you consume so I think this is one of those movies that I would 100% for sure want to show our kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. This is a perfect movie to show for your kids. I agree. So, yeah, Luca, go one. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> that took entirely too long to I find. wanted you to find the wonderful one. Oh. Wonderful. That's Luca for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up one more thing. About Luca? Mm-hmm. I really liked that. There was sprinkles of Italian. What do you mean sprinkles? Oh, like they would speak Italian with yeah. him. Yes, yeah. I was like, the whole thing was Italian, my love. But no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> like, I like that they sprinkled that in. And I mean, they they did the same thing with Coco. Like, oh, true, they yeah. sprinkle in the other like, the native language, which makes sense. I just liked it because I never really hear Italian in anything yeah. that I consume. So true. it was nice hearing some Italian um, phrases and words. And um, the food looked really good. Oh, gosh. Um, you have to remember a lot of that had fish. In I know. But. Yeah. It looked tasty. And I mean. That's super important to Italians. Like oh, food, food is yes, of course. Like yeah. number one, Home, like homemade noodle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's just something that's very big in Italian culture. Homemade pasta, and it's like, like I mean, I don't know around the world, but in at least I can speak for two places: for Mexico and for the United States. Italian food is seen as one, like some of the best food in the world. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yes. So it's Italian. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where we're probably going to be having yeah. more weddings. <laughs> Paisanos. Uh, way to go, Paisanos. <laughs> Baby, we should just become, can we change our identities to be Italian-American? <laughs> <laughs> no. I wish I had like a Mamma Mia button or something. You should have like Mar- up, Mario. There he is. <laughs> That's this is Mario's reaction to us becoming uh, Italian Americans. <laughs> he just threw up his meatballs. What the hell? <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Luca is very good. I give it a two thumb up. I give it two big toes up. Oh, dang! You had to one up me. Okay, mm-hmm. you had to two up me. <laughs> you had to toe up. No, I'm not gonna say that. This sounds gross. Um, thank you guys for listening. Oh, is there anything else we want to say? Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Remember to come back next week or the week after, whenever these go up. 
And uh, remember to uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh-huh.